We really think that we are bigger than we are. We really, social media has created little miniature kingdoms for all of us and we think people actually care and I, I don't want to be a pessimistic because people do care but we built these little kingdoms and we think we're more important than we are. Name a major celebrity, artist, actor, or athlete from 40 years ago. Not, not, like, not like an Elvis or, you know, not a major A-list celebrity. Name like an A-list one. You can't, especially if you're my age, you can't. So I think people are going to remember LeBron James and people are going to remember certain people at that level 20, 30, 40 years from now. But a lot of the people that we really regard as these super well-known, they're great people. I'm sure I would have great conversations with them. But those people just disappear. They'll become completely, the people we value so much become almost completely unknown to the next generation. And what does that show us? That life is really big and we're really small. That we're a little blip on the radar. That our little mist of a life that we get here needs to be spent doing something that we love and it needs to be spent living generous lives and investing in people and loving people, walking with people and doing the things that we were really called to do. There's our work and there's our job. Our job is how we make a living. Our work is how we do the things that matter and bring purpose and impact to the world. So think about your work. The world is really big. The world is really big. Life is really big, but our individual lives are like that and we're gone. The most famous people, the people that everyone would stand in the streets to take pictures of 50 years ago, most of us couldn't even say their name today. We wouldn't even know who they are and if we saw them we wouldn't, cool. I'm not saying they weren't talented and they weren't great at what they did. I'm just saying that times change. Why do we value what those people think so much? Why do we uh, clamor to every word and everything? And I, I'm a fan of a lot of people but I think whenever I look back and say, what do I really believe? What have I personally studied? What have I spent, well, how much time have I spent alone finding what I really think, what I really believe? Not what people have said about God, not what people have said about politics, not what people have said about immigrants or what people have said about abortion, but through the research, through real stories and real people, what do I believe? Not the preconceived notions that have come into my head from news stories and all these places. What do I believe about myself, about my life, and about my responsibility to love people and walk with people around the world. Someone told me one time, you have all that you need. If you keep reaching in the bag, it's never gonna be empty. You have what you need to do the next thing for you. I know it sounds cheesy, but like our whole life is based around, I don't have enough. I need to wait till I get this microphone so I can do this. But like, you have all you need. Just start stepping, just start walking. Just start doing what you're supposed to do. I'm not denying that you don't have certain things but you have all that you need in this season. And so my encouragement to you is believe in yourself. I've got I've to understand that what's happening is real and I need to be aware, but if I'm watching the news every day and I'm scrolling social media every day and I'm depressed and I'm anxious and I'm miserable, all of those feelings are self-inflicted by my behavior. They're not, they're not because I can't control them, it's because I'm letting all these things in. And so if you're doing that, there's no shame. It's just to say, hey, I don't wanna live like this anymore. One of my favorite phrases is, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. And when you get tired of something, you can say you're tired of it all day long, but you're really not tired of it until you decide to do something about it. And for me, this year, that's been unplugging and saying, I'm done. I'm not going to have anxiety and fear and worry 
propaganda shoved down my throat every day by the people who only want to keep me scared, helpless, and crippled to the things that I could possibly do in life. You matter. You have a purpose. You're loved. And no matter how many failures you've had, no matter how many wrong turns you've taken, there's always a path home. I was praying one morning feeling extremely guilty about something I'd done, something I'd thought. And I felt like the Lord said, as long as you're alive, there's always a path home. As long as you're breathing, there's always a path home. And so home is wherever you are. Home is yourself. Home is your space with God where it's just you and Him. And that's where you discover what you believe. That's how you discover how you should treat people. God, would you give me your eyes for people? Don't let me see them how I think they are. Give me your eyes. God, would you give me your heart? Would you allow me to live an outward life? Because whenever we first start living lives of faith or caring for people or praying, all of our prayers are about us. We live these inward lives, my problems, my things, my issues. Everything I pray is about me. But as God begins to transform your heart, as God begins to change your life, as God begins to give you that new spiritual life, everything becomes outward. You still think about yourself. You still pray for yourself. If you're becoming like God, it's impossible to not start to live an outward life, to say, I have issues, I have problems. Pandemic's real. My problems have been real. But I know that because of what I believe about God and what He's done for me, my only response is to live this outward life, to say, I believe that there's power in prayer. I believe that miracles still happen. I believe that God's still changing lives. Jesus, in the context of the Bible, in Christianity, is the only leader of a religious group that's not dead. He's the only one that claims, I'm alive. I'm still alive. I didn't die. We're not worshiping a dead Savior. We're worshiping a living one. And so, no matter what people have said, if faith or spirituality or alone time is boring, have you tried it? It's not boring. It's the greatest adventure that you could possibly go on. And so let's take this year as a learning opportunity to say, what I thought mattered doesn't really matter that much. I'm going to focus on myself, on my relationship with God, and I'm going to move forward. Don't forget to subscribe to my channel if you're interested in more videos on faith, creativity, and entrepreneurship.